0: Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before start from the very beginning. I'm Patrick. Bula
1: and Nisa Yatra. I'm Chris. And this week we're gonna talk oh, about season 44, episode 10, Full Tilt Boogie. But first, we're going to start off with our weekly language lesson. So last week, we learned five words or phrases. Bula is hello. Nisa Mathe was goodbye. Nisa Yandra was good morning. EO, yes. And senga for no.
0: Right, right, right. Totally remembered all of those.
1: So the Bula is, I mean, if you're going to remember any of remember Bula for hello. Bula Bula. Um, this week, we've got Yalo Vinaka. Yellow binaka Vinaka, which means please. We have too low, like up high, down low, too low, except that's too slow. Bilo. Too low means excuse me. Too low? Bilo. Um we have Vinaka, which means thank you or good. And Yalo Bilo. Vinaka Bilo. was also please, so it's like the same thing. Vinaka for please or thank you. Vinaka. Um you could say vinaca vaca which is, thank you very much, vinaca yeah. vaca Yeah, so vinaca for please or thank you, so it's nice that it's both. Um, it's kind of similar to um, Italian uses the word prego to mean like uh, you're welcome, also like here, thank you. Like if you get served food at a restaurant, they'll like say prego when they hand it down. If you say like grazie, they'll say prego for your welcome. It's just like a... You know all around you can just say for whatever i mean not really for effort for whatever but you know so vinaka is going to be our word for this week uh and then the fifth one i have if for I need you to
0: go to the bathroom in italy i just say prego
1: yeah i mean like if you just piss somewhere and then you say prego they're gonna be like uh scusi? i'm
0: uh, thinking like i need to like where is the bathroom it says prego
1: uh-huh um and then if you want to say, I'm sorry, after you just go to the bathroom in the middle of a restaurant, you would say, uh, Vosatiao, Vosati Vosatiao, Vosati,
0: vosati, ao. vosati
1: ao. Yeah. So I feel like the, the Vinaka is it the big one for this week. Vinaka, please. Or thank you.
0: Vinaka. Um, vinaka. I remember EO also. Yes. So. Hello. Right. Thank you. Please. Yes. There you go. Um,
1: these are going to get trickier next week, so let's hold on to those ones as much as possible.
0: Which of those ones do you think makes the best tribe name?
1: Tulo. I like the idea of a tribe name just being, excuse me?
0: <laughs> I feel like they would go with, like, Tulo Tulo.
1: Yeah, I could see them doing, because uh, Vinaka, from the website I pulled it from, lists that as meaning thank you slash good. So Vinaka would make a good Tribe name. Literally.
0: Vinaka. Yeah. That's fun. I like the idea of Vinaka. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll see that maybe that happened, I guess, in some season. Uh, or maybe we'll see it in a future season.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. I got nothing else before just, you know, we go full tilt boogie on this episode. Uh
0: yeah, let's go for it.
1: We started off after last week's tribal council. Franny's upset kind of frustrated that she was left out of the plan to vote out kane lauren was also left out of the vote um carson talks to jamie privately and tells her that kane told him about her idol um and but in reality carson tells us that he was going around telling people about her idol um
0: yeah he has a really sweet moment where he's like i uh i really like making lies up about people who can't defend themselves
1: yeah um yeah which carson has talked about on his podcast too though that's like a really good move to do is or if you do tyson. start a lie or yeah what did i say carson yeah tyson yeah if you do start a carson lie the related to somebody who's there you got to make sure you get rid of them quickly um and so carson's doing a good job there um uh no one actually knows that uh jamie gave the idol to kane at this point but then we hear about it that that's what happened a little several times this episode. Um, it is very interesting that the Jamie's idol is such a plot point of this episode, since it's not real.
0: Yeah. So I uh, last week when we were talking about last week's episode, I was like, I'm surprised they could have just like totally cut out this entire plot line, and why did they show it at all? But I now that it is like mattering more mm-hmm. and people are like targeting Jamie for it, I'm like, oh. I like, I see now um, this makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Um, so then when we get into like the new day stuff, we jump right into a reward challenge on day 18. We've seen the, we've seen like the start of this challenge several times. Now we'd have to spin um, quickly, which is going to get them very dizzy and then go across this obstacle course while dizzy. Um, and then they have to like throw these balls up on top of a ledge uh, the reward will be a trip to Sanctuary for tacos, empanadas, beer, margaritas. We find out later also letters from home. Um, and a night, like a, they get to spend the night there. Um, and...
0: Jeff makes a, uh, I think maybe a weird note, and maybe you would disagree with this, of he says like margaritas, or if you're under 21, we'll have virgin ones. And I, this is like so nitpicky of me, so maybe I'm making too big of a deal about this. I was surprised that he said anything about it. And it made me think that like CBS maybe requires that to show that they're not like, encouraging underage drinking or something like that. Mm-hmm. If they have underage contestants. But uh, it was interesting to me that like Carson, who's the one who is underage, does not go on this reward. But Carolyn does, who doesn't drink for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of wish that Jeff would have also included... Like, or if you don't want to, or if you have other reasons other than legality for not drinking, and just said, like, for those who can't or won't drink mm-hmm. or something like that. Um,
1: I mean, he doesn't even have to say reasons. He can just say we have beer, margaritas and virgin margaritas.
0: Yeah, I. Because I've never seen him say something like that before, I assumed that he was like, they are required to show him saying, like, Carson, you're not allowed to drink.
1: Yeah, that could be. um. That is something that I've talked about Top Chef. We've talked about Top Chef on the show before. Um, There's a few times throughout the seasons where they have some sh- challenges on Top Chef that are like, make a food that pairs with this wine or that pairs with this beer. And um usually in the seasons that they've done it, I can only remember them doing it like two or three times. Um, One of the chefs is uh, like a sober person who won't drink. And so they have to just like took their food based off of, like, reading about it or having somebody other somebody else tell them about it because they can't drink, which I think is, I don't know, it's just a weird challenge, because I'm like, well, they should take that into account, but maybe that's part of the challenge of being a chef, is sometimes you have to be able to do that sort of stuff, even if you don't drink or can't drink.
0: Um, yeah, Top Chef uh, is a weird one for that, too, because you've watched way more of it than I have, but I I've not seen this come up, but I have been, like, what if people have, like, allergies? Like, you're still allowed to cook with food. Yep, it
1: happens. So, in season 11, 12, one of them is New Orleans. um, And one of the sh- big chefs that season is Stephanie Seymour, who has a shellfish allergy. And they do lots of shellfish cooking in New Orleans. Oh, and yeah. so, um, she, like, will choose to cook with, like, other seafood. But occasionally, they have one that is, like, you have to cook with blank, like, crab or something. And so, she just has other chefs t- taste it
0: for her. The, yeah, I guess with most like shellfish allergies and stuff, it is like ingesting it specifically and not like touching it and handling yeah. it. Yeah. So too. that
1: the touching or handling of it happened in the current season, season 20. Oh, yeah.
0: I did watch that. I saw that. Yeah.
1: There's a woman with a walnut allergy and somebody is like blending the walnuts. And so the dust of it is like in the air and it causes her to have a little bit of anaphylactic reaction to it.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, this is not a top chef podcast, but. I uh I guess to make this a survivor podcast, on um Rob has a podcast they recently had uh Drea on mm-hmm. from season 42. Um or no, this was Tyson. Tyson had Drea on.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that she was just on Tyson.
0: Um but she mentioned that she was allergic to coconut and mm-hmm. so like she couldn't eat anything on the island like yeah. uh when they were bargaining for rice, she was like no, y'all. Like, I need the rice because you are surviving on coconut, but I can't do that.
1: Yeah. Uh. Another, not allergy, but kind of allergy, thing I read on Reddit yesterday about Survivor was somebody was like, "How has nobody ever been bitten by a poisonous steak on the show?" Um. And somebody commented that around their camps, there's actually like kind of fences that we never see, and they have like oh. they have like people working for the show who kind of like patrol those to stop things like poisonous snakes from getting in.
0: Oh, that makes sense. I did saw recently that, uh, there is like a fence or signs or something that are like, Hey, you guys can't go beyond this point. Mm-hmm. Um, with like, a, they're not just allowed, like free reign of the island. Right. Or
1: yeah. I would imagine around. that's fairly new. Like, uh, probably since Fiji permanence new, like in older seasons i would imagine they did not have a fence protecting that stuff um, right yeah so with this challenge i noted it was very fun watching franny do the challenge she just like seemed to be really enjoying herself she was very dizzy and just like giggling going through which was kind of fun um nobody tried the
0: way dizzier on this than they have in the past yeah maybe i'm just horrible, but they were like they couldn't the they immediate couldn't off like their lane
1: Yeah, the immediate, like, jumping off the spinny thing. They were going, like, 45 degrees diagonal to, like, a different spot. Then nobody tried the, was it Marianne that did the spin the other way trick? You know what? Uh Did we talk about this before? That works. I did that recently for something. It works.
0: Yeah, which, because the dizziness is, like, because of the fluids in your inner ear. And Mm. so you're just, like, undoing that, Yeah. uh, yeah, that flow or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So Franny uh is in the lead about halfway through this and holds on to that lead and gets the win. So she earns herself uh this reward at the sanctuary and letters from home. I do wonder the letters from home, I think Jeff didn't mention till after the win, which is just like weird that's to true. me, because I feel like that's something people would really fight for. So why not say that at the beginning? Like that would give people more oh, okay. of a drive to be like, ooh, I want to win this for Letters from Home.
0: I would not want to win that reward.
1: Just because you would want to keep your head in the game?
0: No, be, like, I, I would... Oh, I uh, be because, yeah. I don't want to win. I do not want to have to tell people, no, you don't get your letter from home. Yeah. And so, like, I I don't know if that's why, but I, I could see that being part of it, of, like, I think that this is a bad reward to win.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So Franny does have to make that decision. She gets to pick three people, although Jeff tells her, like, one by one, so she never actually knows how many people she's going to get to bring on this reward. So, she chooses Carolyn, Lauren, and Heidi, who are all mothers. Um, And do we know, are any of the remaining people parents who don't go? Like, is Danny a father? Or Jamie a mother? Oh. Carson's not, and Jam Jam's not.
0: Jamie, I don't believe is. Danny might be a dad. I'm not sure.
1: He's got some real dad energy, but I don't know if he is or not. I guess I could check his, uh, like, that bio interview thing from early in the season.
0: That's what I was just looking at. Uh, but that, is, um, that
1: does get kind of talked about a little bit, how they're like, it's BS just because they're parents, they like get to go, which I tend to agree with. Like, everybody's got their thing that they're missing.
0: I don't think that Danny... No, I don't think he has... Whoa, Danny is way younger than I thought he was.
1: 32?
0: Yeah, I definitely thought that he was, like, late 30s. Danny's, like, my age. That's.
1: Um. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. His sister adopted a couple children that... I would guess he's probably close and helping with because uh, her husband uh, died of cancer shortly after them adopting kids and it seems like yeah uh, seems like they're a close family based off of the very little bit i can read about them yeah um yeah so franny wins takes them so at sanctuary we see the four of them franny carolyn lauren and heidi talking carolyn is very grateful that franny chose her They read their letters everyone's instantly crying um lauren talks about how she the struggle she's gone through she went through divorce with two kids and now like being a mother to them without her husband she's she went back to school she's doing well now um as a group they kind of discuss a sort of women's alliance like the four of them at least um in talk of getting rid of Danny as a blind side, which I think Carolyn is the one who brings that up. Um,
0: yeah, Carolyn others. has wanted to get rid of Danny ever since their little sanctuary time before.
1: She she does bring it up in a funny way. I can't remember exactly what, but like Franny says something and then Carolyn's like, what was that? What did you say? Get rid of Danny? And <laughs> just like pretends like that is what Franny had said. It was, it was a good uh, way to just jump in on that. Um, back at camp, Um, we see a little bit of some people upset they weren't chosen for the reward. Jam Jam's upset he wasn't chosen. He misses his husband. Um there's talk of Franny being a threat because she's won three of the five individual challenges. Um Danny is confident that Heidi would vote for Franny. Um and Jam Jam says that uh I think she I think he says Carolyn would be mad if they got rid of Franny because Carolyn likes Franny um and danny suggests that they make a plan that uses trying to flush jamie's idol as an excuse and then jamie's like hey i don't actually have my idol i gave it to kane and everybody she walks away and everybody's like okay well that's bullshit. she didn't give it to kane she still has it and so their plan is okay well if we don't get rid of franny let's get rid of jamie and then the sanctuary people return so we get a little bit of time at camp with everybody um jamie tells the people who returned from the reward the story about her idol being gone and they are the same way and they're like yeah that's bullshit
0: which we got a little bit of because this i was like jamie is sounds very uh disingenuous when she is like telling the truth here she's like mm-hmm. trying so hard to be like please believe me that it makes it seem like she is lying but. Uh, I still thought it was weird that, like, no one even kind of seems to believe her. Mm -hmm. Um, But Franny said in some exit interviews, spoiler alert, Franny's going home, um, said in some exit interviews that she, when Jamie got swapped in that, like, weird one-person swap that happened, she gave this whole story about what happened at the first tribal council, that, like, Maddie was a unanimous vote, that she didn't say anything about the idols or anything about the birdcage. Anything about the shot in the dark, any any of that. Um, and she like totally lied about everything. And then when people found out like what actually happened, everyone was like, Oh, Jamie is a good liar. And so then when this happened, they were like, Well, fuck, we can't believe a single word Jamie.
1: Um, yeah. And it is again just funny that there's like so much stuff being shown about that idol that is not a real idol. Yeah. Um, we head to the immunity challenge which is quite a silly challenge. Their feet and arms are tied to their bodies, and they have to slither through the sand like snakes, uh, using their mouth to drag a buoy through the sand course. And then at the end, they can untie themselves and complete the star-shaped puzzle. And Danny is a perfect little snake. He slithers through the sand so quickly. Huge lead, but it sucks badly at puzzles. Uh, and so everybody catches up to him, and uh carson who crushes puzzles is able to use that to his advantage and win immunity here
0: he does uh there's a point when carson almost has his puzzle done but uh cannot fit the last piece in it's not working and he has to like undo some shit. and i was like oh maybe survivor like actually did change up this puzzle and it wasn't the way that he thought it was going to be from practicing it 3d printing mm-hmm. it or whatever um and when that happened, it looked like Franny might win this, and then Carson is able to fix it before Franny can catch up.
1: Yeah. Alas, Carson's the one with the immunity, not Franny. So back at camp, we get a little bit of strategy here. Um which kind of starts off with Franny saying, like, she's like, I've basically been safe at every tribal council so far. So it's kind of excited. Uh, like she's kind of excited for the test of not being safe. It's like, oh, Franny, you don't want to be excited yeah. for that.
0: Well, but I think that
1: she wants to play the game
0: and there's like an adrenaline rush of like she's never really needed to worry
1: yeah um yeah so like they talk through different like strategies a little bit of like should we get rid of danny should we get rid of franny should we get rid of jamie uh i'm trying to read through my notes to see if there's any like specific stuff i want to mention from that because it kind of just bounces around to lots of different people
0: there is um there's an The women are kind of trying to target Danny, um, but doesn't seem like they're all in on it. And at one point, Danny goes to Heidi and says, hey, we want to vote for Franny tonight. To be honest, I don't even need your vote. Like, that's what's happening. I'm just letting you know, which is a wild thing to say to your ally.
1: Uh Yeah, because it means, like, how close could they be if he has already rounded up all these other votes before talking to her?
0: And it's weird to be like, hey, we're allies, but I don't need you. Yeah. Like, that's bullshit. So Heidi then goes to Carolyn and Franny and is like, hey, Danny said this weird thing to me. So maybe we should be worried about this. Which, like, I think shows that Heidi is, like, with them. But they are, like, it doesn't make any sense that Heidi didn't get, like, more information from Mm -hmm. Danny. Because she doesn't know who those people are that are voting with him, supposedly. And so they are, like, that is also suspicious. So... Right before Tribal Council, they are like, it seems like Heidi is just trying to throw a wrench into everybody's plans. Maybe we can vote Heidi real quick and just, yeah. like, get some people up to vote Heidi. Um, so going into Tribal Council, I was like, Heidi, Franny, Danny, somewhere. I thought it was going to go Danny.
1: I had fortunately had it spoiled before I watched this episode Who was Going Home. So it was tough to watch and think about it if not knowing that information. Um, so... At Tribal Council, Danny brings up that Franny um, brings up Franny being a legend from her wins of the challenges. Um, Jeff says, that's the only way to play Survivor is full tilt boogie.
0: That's the name of the episode.
1: He says it's a Jeff state of...
0: giving it to himself. I Very disappointing.
1: He says it's a state of mind. Franny says, did I full tilt boogie at the sanctuary? And Jeff says, you could. I don't know if you did. And Franny says, oh, I did. Which was a nice, fun interchange there and it's from what what uh we've seen on twitter sounds like when she went to ponderosa she and uh matt did some full tilt boogie themselves
0: yeah well some 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 half tilt boogie some i guess be fully tilted
1: (laughs) well we don't know (laughs) we don't know what how they got down but uh that's fair uh yeah so uh jamie talks about her idol being gone again Camera pans to Kane for facial reactions. He gives us nothing or really gives like the players nothing because that's what they were looking for reactions there. Jamie says the era of alliances is over. Uh, And then they go vote. And according to my Votagami spreadsheet thing, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but if it is, this was the 650th vote of the series. Oh, wow. Um, and Franny gets voted out five to two to one, which has happened seven times on Survivor. We've seen five of the seven. It happened to Peter in season four, Rupert in the, seasons, the All-Star season seven, Chicken in season 15 that we... Oh,
0: that's not the All-Star season. That's Pearl Islands.
1: Oh, that is Pearl Islands because All-Stars was eight. Yeah. Uh, it happens to Chicken, spoiler alert, for season 15, which those episodes are going to start coming out soon. Patrick and I started watching them, but we haven't aired those yet. Uh, Noel. In season 43, and then Franny right here. Um, Franny's like, Oh, Carol, like she, she weirdly, like it's sort of just made sad that she's gone. She's like, Oh, Carolyn, I have your belt. So she takes off her belt and gives it back to Carolyn. Um
0: she takes off her belt just in time to go to Ponderosa and see Matt just saying.
1: Yeah, she's already getting her pants off before she's like even out of there. Yeah. Um, Carolyn and Franny are the two. They voted for Heidi, and then Heidi voted for Danny. Um in her exit confessional, Franny says some stuff. One of the things she said was that being a jury member is like having a front row seat for her favorite show. What more could I ask for? So she takes the loss very nicely. Um, as for the Ponderosa stuff we've been referencing, Marianne Oketch uh, tweeted the players as soon as Franny steps foot in Ponderosa, and she shows a picture of somebody or that's a uh, of Rob Sesternino from uh, all-star season probably. Saying Franny and yeah. Matt are going to do it and Franny responded in all caps, "Mary Anne, but then in parentheses, but you're not wrong though." Um and she said in her exit interview that the romance between them ex- ex- escalated quickly once they like got clean.
0: Yeah, I mean like they essentially get like a little mini honeymoon. Yeah. Immediately.
1: Mhm. Um or just like a, a mini vacation. They're not married.
0: Yeah, I guess it, Kayla and I have taken a lot of vacations together, but, like, our honeymoon was, like, a all-expenses-paid, all-inclusive oh, gotcha. yeah. resort. Yeah. Like.
1: Um, yeah. Um. Something I noted at this point with Franny being gone, we have seven people left. Three of the seven people that are left, none of us drafted. You, me, or Nate didn't draft, so that's not a good look yeah. for us.
0: Also, considering how earlier in the season we were like, man... It's just like woman after woman after woman getting voted out. Uh, there's only three men left and four women, and in this episode there are five women. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of wild.
1: Um, the preview for next week shows um, Carolyn being upset at Jam Jam that he lied to her all day. Uh, Carson is worried that the game is crumbling down. Heidi says Lauren and her have all the power. Um, Danny says, "I didn't come here to take part. I came to take over."
0: Did you see? Anything about secret scenes from this week?
1: Oh, I feel like I did watch oh, I saw I don't know if I watched it. I read about Danny finding an idol and then it ended up being a fake idol,
0: oh yeah, Danny found Brandon's fake idol. There is one that I was like, this is made for Chris uh, can you can you guess why I would have thought that?
1: It's Island living
0: It is I
1: can't remember. I feel like I did watch a video, but I don't remember maybe not.
0: They make a bowling alley.
1: Oh, no, I don't. I did not see this. No.
0: They all go bowling together. They make... Carolyn makes a little bowling alley, and they all go bowling together.
1: Well, that's fantastic. That goes all the way back to season one,
0: right? Yeah, it does. Uh, it was very, very fun. Um, they're always, like, just sitting around talking about, like, what do we do? And someone mentions bowling. Carolyn is like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And they make a little bowling alley. Uh, there's a really... Fun moment from the scene where Danny goes to bowl and is like, I don't know if I'm gonna be any good at this. And jim Jam says, It's not a puzzle, you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> Fair. See, that's what I would do on Survivor. Like, I'm all about trying to come up with a game and competition to like pass the time. And so, like to help distract themselves from Survivor, not be talking about the same strategy shit over and over and over and over. I would want to create some sort of, like, tournament or bracket to, like, keep busy. Yeah. Um. All right. At this point, we have Carolyn and Heidi still have full-fledged idols that, as far as we know, nobody knows about either of those. Right. Um, and then nobody's used their shot in the dark who's still in the game other than Jamie. Um. We need to pick an MVP, and then we can talk about, like, predictions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I have my MVP.
1: Um. All right. I guess. Yeah. No. I have mine. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Carson. Carson. Yeah. He won immunity.
0: The challenge. He seems to be uh, playing
1: the game, and nobody suspects him.
0: He also. Um. He's like the. He was like, we want Franny out because she keeps winning all these challenges. Um. And then Franny got out, and Carson had a lot to do with that. So. Yep.
1: Yeah, and he's like the kind of point person between alliances a little bit. Like people talk to him and trust him and give him information and we haven't so far seen like much conversation of people being like, "Ooh, can't trust Carson, he's going between both sides or whatever." Like um yeah. He seems to be going strong. I don't know if he's going to be able to pull it all out, but so far doing well.
0: Yeah, I think that it's going to start crumbling down on him, but Hey, that's uh, what he
1: says in the preview for next week.
0: Does he use that phrase?
1: I, in my notes, have written, Carson worried the game is crumbling
0: down. Oh, I. that was uh, unintentional. That was subconscious. Um, yeah, I think that people are beginning to realize the position that Tika's in, and I think they are, because they underestimate Carolyn and Jam Jam, are going to put it on Carson. That's That's my prediction. However, yeah, I think I mentioned there... this last week that uh, Carson keeps being shown with fire, and man, it, there was like some real cinematic Carson with fire this episode. Um, I, I got to keep watch on the on the Carson fire watch.
1: So with Carson as our MVP, that puts points wise. Um, I have thirteen fifty seven. Patrick has almost 200 more than me at 1534, and then Nate has about 60 more than Patrick at 1598. So Nate is holding on to the lead, but he only has Danny left as one of his people. Um, Patrick has Carolyn, Lauren, and Jam Jam. So he's got three people earning points to make up those 60 points. It's going to be a close one, I feel like. I have just Lauren and Danny. So Franny leaving was one of the people that like Nate had, but I didn't have. And so Nate and I both share Danny, and then Patrick and I share Lauren. So I need Carolyn and Jam Jam to get out, and then Danny and Lauren to score, like, I don't know, a billion points. Yes, I don't think this, this is mathematically possible, but I'm just saying. Um, I
0: think this is between me and Nate, and you need to start writing a song. Yeah, I've got, well, I can't start writing it,
1: because I don't know who it's going to be for yet. That's true. Um, Other predictions. Uh, last week, we predicted that Jam Jam or Danny would say the episode, and we were wrong. It was Jeff, and we predicted the boot would be Danny or Carson, and we were wrong. It was Franny. So we need to pick um, a new person for the episode title. Next week's episode is called I'm Not Worthy. The week after that is going to be called I'm the Bandit, or I'm Not Worthy.
0: Tough one. I'm going to say Carson, because I have a whole theory on how this is going to go. I'm going to guess um, Danny. For the next boot, I have a whole theory. I think that pre-immunity challenge is going to be conversations about how Carson is running this game. He's the biggest threat when you get Carson out. But then Carson's going to win immunity because of his puzzle prowess. And that's when he's going to say, I'm not worthy of like, he's going to make some like, oh no, Jeff, I'm not worthy or something. Like weird comment when getting the necklace. But he's going to be safe. Because people underestimate Carolyn and Jam Jam. Carolyn and Jam Jam are mad at each other, but Jam Jam is going to be like, Carolyn, let's team up together. I know that you're mad at me right now, but you've been going to get Danny. Let's get Danny. And they're going to get Danny out. And Tika's still going to survive. That's my prediction.
1: That could be. My thing is the next episode is called I'm the Bandit. And that seems like something Danny would say.
0: That sounds like some. I think Jam Jam says that one. Uh,
1: My next boot prediction is going to be uh what's her face Heidi oh interesting she, she's got an idol but people kind of want her gone already it seems like um I don't know
0: that's my prediction I think she's fall to a jam jam category of like people wrote down her name and then are kind of like well we got that out of our system let's move on because Jamjo got like real targeted like two or three rounds and then just like no one cares anymore I think that Heidi might be in that branch
1: uh maybe um For season long stuff episode title spoken by Jeff, we got our first one this week, I predicted Jeff would say one so right now I am correct. Patrick will not be correct if Jeff says another Nate will be the winner here, but I think i'm going to pull this one out, I don't think Jeff's saying another one in our last like three episodes or whatever.
0: I don't know maybe Jeff's the bandit.
1: Maybe um I don't think any other changes in that stuff. We need to pick a final three, a new final three for me, because Franny has been one of mine for the entire season. I've had Franny as one of my three, and she finally is gone, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So, boy. what are you saying? It's a great question. You can start
0: uh, from scratch. Yeah, Out of know. seven people, you better get even, this right.
1: I'm not even looking at mine. So, it's possible I'll still just say two of the names. I don't remember who I had with Franny. Probably Lauren still, but I don't think I want to pick her um i'm gonna say jamie
0: i think that's a good pick
1: jamie carson carolyn which is not having any overlap with you
0: yeah we uh we really don't believe in Heidi apparently
1: um yeah i mean i definitely know because i predicted she's getting kicked off i will say in our history of stuff in the very first episode you predicted danny would be the next boot he's still around in the fourth episode, we predicted Lauren and Carson would be gone. They're still around. Fifth episode, I predicted Carolyn. Sixth, you predicted Jamie. Seventh, I predicted Lauren and you predicted Carson. The following one, Lauren. And then the following one, Danny and Carson. Um, so we've had lots of whiffs on that so far.
0: Yeah. Because even the ones that you skipped are people like Brandon and Kane who still made jury mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever predicted someone who was going home who didn't at least make the jury Josh I predicted Josh was going home at one point yeah
1: um it was, it was okay you got any um you got any luxury items this week
0: yeah um I oh yes okay I had this prepared and then I forgot about it so that I would think, remember what it was um I have been reading uh the book project Hail Mary by Andy Weir who is the He's the guy that wrote The Martian. So mm-hmm. it's like a similar
1: Andrew style. Weir. Matt, wait, was it Andrew? Something Andy, weird? Andy, Andy Weir. Weir.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like a similar style to the Martian, and it is also about space, but it is not a sequel or anything like that. It just happens to be the same guy. Um, I actively don't think like I was told this book's really good, you should go into it blind and so i did and i would recommend that for others as well i'm like two-thirds of the way through this book and i'm really enjoying it and think it's really interesting and uh one of the things about andy weir's books in general is that he like really focuses on trying to make the science of all the stuff happening in space as accurate as he can um and that is also true in this book Um, yes, he so you. I ended up like learning a lot about like physics and astronomy and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, well, also just a very engaging, interesting uh book that, yeah, I have very much enjoyed so far. I'm struggling to talk about it without giving away like literally anything other than that space is involved. Um, yeah, it's a good book,
1: okay. Uh, I really did like The Martian, so maybe I'll check that out.
0: Um, Good, and 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 go into it as blind as you can.
1: I'm going to recommend something that I already have prepared to say, which is...
0: Man, I, I came prepared for one. Listeners, we're recording some Season 15 stuff after this, and I already have my logo item for that, too. Well, who says I don't have have
1: have. that? Who says I don't have that one ready? i got to space them out. Uh, I'm going to say breakfast buffets. Ooh. Um, I just did a field trip with my fifth grade students. And one of the mornings, we got to take, like, all the chaperones got to take our small groups out to wherever we wanted for breakfast. And so I went to, I took them to a different hotels restaurant that had a breakfast buffet. And it was great. I got an omelet to order and then just got to eat a whole bunch of other little things. It was really good. Breakfast buffet. I will say I was yeah. very bummed because when I went to leave, I saw a table that was part of the buffet that I had not seen when I was eating food. And so I missed out on like a spread of cheeses and smoked salmon and stuff. I was very bummed about that. But uh, the stuff I had was good. And I didn't pay I, for uh, it because uh, school was paying for it.
0: I stayed at a hotel a while back. not like just a couple weeks ago um who had like maybe the best like hotel breakfast buffet that I've ever had and had like a nice uh made to order omelet bar and stuff like that it was very cool yeah all right cool the best food
1: it is I went and got breakfast food before this recording it was great uh listeners let us know what your favorite breakfast item is or what a book about space is that you enjoy you can email us at tribalcouncil at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribal council 20 And for this week of tribal council, this is Chris. This is
0: Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. yo AI)